summer of 1973, a few miles outside of Austin, Texas, five youths were attacked in a grisly and gruesome fashion by an unidentified madman. The shocking murders were committed with a variety of tools, including hammers, meat hooks, and most disturbingly, a chainsaw. There's an image in my mind that'll never go away. Of the five young victims, only one survived. Sally Honesty, who, after telling her story to the police, never again spoke of the horrors she saw that day. After hearing Hardesty's account, officials released this composite picture of the killer. Everybody was terrified. He is said to have worn a mask made of human skin. However, his true identity remains a mystery. For the next hour, we'll take you on a journey into one of Texas's most famous unsolved murders. Hey everyone, welcome back to Horror Haven Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm Sierra Still. And I'm Chunky. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> are you are you still Chunky? I actually am Chunky, Dylan. I had a bit of a uh, depression phase in the in the fall season, and I, I just started eating a lot and uh, lost all of that progress that I had made. <laughs> Goddamn shame. Don't worry, we love you. Just, you, you just exactly didn't want to give up. You, you just didn't want to give up the nickname. You're like, all right, yeah, this, it was, this is getting weird. I, I already had art, you know, fucking made for it, and I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of stuck to this gimmick. <laughs> uh, so today we're continuing on the requels theme of the month, and again, I hate the term, but that's the term we're going with. Um, we're going to be talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2022, and this is a a controversial one so that being said let's get into it let's do <laughs> do you have a how do you start i don't know how you guys start because i haven't heard the the new version of the show oh it's the old version no no dude, we it's got no totally updates. new it's totally <laughs> no. new it's a requel of horror haven this is amazing how do you recall a, a podcast, though? I don't know. You, you got the you legacy just review, characters. And... You just review the same movies over with the same characters that reviewed them. And then you just put something new in, some diversity. Just a little bit never, of diversity. It's never as good as the original, though. Uh, yo, well, oh, that's you not know. good, though. If you can really hit that nostalgia right, then it might just do the trick. Yo, I don't even smoke weed and I might be high right now. Thank you, Larry. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> ah, sorry, man. Our glory days are behind us, so <laughs> they, they're, they ain't getting better than they used to be. I feel like I don't even know where I'm at. Like, what? <laughs> what are we doing? I think that every day is an opportunity to be the best day ever. What the fuck are we talking about? That was beautiful, man. That's right, man. <laughs> All right, what so uh, what's happening right now? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, <laughs> Such a beautiful Basically, story. Basically, two man. people by a town, right? <laughs> so this was uh, directed by David Blue Garcia. Uh, it was produced and written by Fide Alvarez. I never know if I'm saying the name right. Um, he has a very it's pretty also beard. written by Rodo Sayage. The guy, Whatever that guy. his last name is. And uh, Chris Thomas Devlin. 
You should start looking up the pronunciation so you do better next time. I should. You know what yeah, I do? I, I, I YouTube somebody saying their own name, and then I write it out uh, in the way that like, I hear it. <laughs> like phonetically? Yeah. Why the fuck would I show up prepared when I can just wing it? Yeah, because winging it is way funner, man. It's, it's so yeah, much it better is. to not have a net. Uh, so this movie, when they announced it, I feel like they announced it with a different director who left the project before they got... Was it the same script? I don't know if it was the same script. Um, I just know that they had announced it a while back, and I don't remember who they had on to direct it originally, but I know that David Blue Garcia came on. Um, I just looked it up. It was initially uh, Ryan Tohill and Andy Tohill. Because and the, they, the, the script itself feels a little pointed, if you will. Yeah, uh, so they were replaced a week into production, so I'm guessing it was the same script. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like maybe they were like, eh, we were on board, <laughs> but we aren't seeing things the way that you guys are seeing them. Because yeah. there, there's... There's clearly a way that this film is seeing things, <laughs> if you pick well, up he, what I'm so putting down. <laughs> David Blue Garcia scrapped what they had already filmed. They started over from scratch, even though they were a week into filming. Mm-hmm. And the whole the movie was filmed in Bulgaria, so mm-hmm. uh, throwing out that out there, too, because I know that with movies like uh, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, people were like, oh, it wasn't even filmed in Texas. And This like, really oh, wasn't filmed in Texas. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I believe uh, Mick Strawn worked on that, and they worked on it somewhere near Knott's Berry Farm, uh, one of those theme parks in Southern California. Mm-hmm, yeah. So it's yeah, it's completely not Texas. <laughs> but hey, it's still enjoyable. It's movie magic, you bitches. It's fucking movie magic. I wouldn't question that it's it's you know like watching it. But I accepted yeah, that it's it like was Texas. Yeah. Deserty, it, looked, yeah. it looked flat and hot. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what I expect most, from Texas. Most of the people watching this movie ain't never been to Texas show. They're not really hung up on never what Texas, Texas fucking looks like. Like, I mean, fuck, I've never been to Texas or Southern California. So throw that shit at me. I'm not gonna know the difference. You know. <laughs> I ain't been to Bulgaria. Why the fuck would I know what Bulgaria yeah, looks like? Exactly. <laughs> I guess we're gonna have to make a trip out there to be, uh, you know. Take correct. those, take those photos for Instagram. Like, look yeah. on the set of fucking Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Texas, guys. Some weird ass Bulgarian walks back in the background. <laughs> Dude, you're killing the vibe. <laughs> but um, so. The movie starts out with kind of a recap of the original events. Uh, it was narrated by John Larroquette again. No, John uh, Larroquette's it... dead, dude. What? Didn't John Larroquette die? it said. No, it said that it was the original one. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I, I, I've got to Google this, but John Larroquette should be dead as Dillinger. Most of the Night Court cast is dead. Uh, let's let's look this up. John look it up. It says it on IMDb, and we trust... IMDb we trust. Yeah. Holy shit, he's alive! I'm sorry, John Larroquette. I thought you died, brother. (laughs) We're so happy to hear you rose from the grave. You did a great job in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it it ends up cutting to be a um, like touristy video that uh, you know the the original events are this big touristy thing because it this disregards two three four all those so so it's an immediate sequel is what you're saying to the first one yes and it's 
it's portraying it as if nothing ever came after the events of the first one so it was you know did sally make this all up what happened they never found the guy and it's just this big urban legend that's going on but that's kind of like texas chainsaw 3d uh texas chainsaw the next generation texas chainsaw massacre 3 texas chainsaw (laughs) like each one of these movies has their own fucking timeline it's not like halloween or friday the 13th no 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 these all have distinct timelines the only through line is guy in mask made of faces that <laughs> well yeah has a and like that's, <laughs> so. that's the thing too is that they're also all like different characters like none of the texas chainsaw massacre movies other than the first to the second does it seem that it's the same family yeah. like it I don't know that they're supposed to represent the same family or not, but they're very different families. Well, that's that's a big thing, too. And, Larry, I talked to you a little bit about this before. Is um, A lot of the, like, articles when this movie came out were just bashing the movie, and they were just coming up with the most asinine stuff to bash it with. So one of the things, I, I forget what it was, but it was a big outlet. I want to say it was, like, Rolling Stone or something, but the the whole article was like the the new movie completely shits on the canon of the series and i'm like what fucking canon yeah of like the this series? is the, the least canon series you can find in existence like there, it's very it, it, there's very few movies that are like even made by the same people they're like literally just inspired inspired by original by the original movie yeah. like each one is like i'm gonna take Leatherface and implant him into a hundred different storylines. Same thing as the Hellraiser franchise. It's the exact same fucking thing. Very same. Yeah, exactly. Like those movies, they they were just movies that they randomly just would clip in pinhead into. Exactly. Like like uh, Freddy's Nightmares in the same fucking way. It's like, oh yeah, here's just a random ass horror story that nobody would have given a shit about. But look, here's here's the thing you like. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. And that's the thing is like you really can't you can't get mad at any of the the sequels, remakes of Texas Chainsaw Massacre in that way because it's like literally like basically a free for all. Like there's never been a set storyline to to, it's not a series. Like if you look at it as a series, you're an idiot basically. I've seen theories too that people have thrown around, especially more recently since this movie came out, that Leatherface was never a single person, but different kids that the family would kidnap and kind of like train to kill and do the same stuff. Eh. And it, it's it's like you're. I think you're overthinking it a little bit. Yeah, I think, but they I think they had thought like I had seen one too. Like uh, the original movie, um, his name was who Leatherface. Yeah, name? I'm. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. His right name now. was Leatherface. Well, the kid in the in the remake, the 2003 one. Jebediah. Yeah, Jebediah. And I think that was one of the names that they used for Leatherface in, like, the previous movies. So they were like, oh, well, this kid is, like, the next Leatherface. And it, it, people read way too much into it. And I think it's just the same thing as Sierra said. Like, they take the inspiration of the character and the setting and the family aspect. And they just make another movie and say, hey, it's a new franchise yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. And... and, and... You know, you like I said, you can't really get mad at it because it's, none of the movies have been a consistent storyline that's important. They're all they're, the only movie in reality you can like a hundred of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, but the only one that you can say is a solidly good horror movie is the original one, and then the 2003 remake are like the only ones like that can be taken seriously as a 
horror movie as a serious horror movie. Now, I love all of them in weird ways, but it's not because they're actually good. I think that that's a choice of the filmmaker, though. And there are some times when the film is just into crazy towns and I'm looking at you, next generation. But, <laughs> but you don't like six nipple on his stomach, no, man? No, I fucking love that movie, but it's it's weird for the sake of being weird. Isn't it just strange? And it's like, I, I almost wish it wasn't because I would love to see Matthew McConaughey do that role in, a, in an actual horror movie because I feel like he wouldn't have been bad. Yeah, no, it was it, just a really weird movie. To me, he was the highlight of Next Generation. Yeah, it's a total choice so that they make that movie the way that they did. They, oh, yeah, and, and that's across the board. It's not just the family that's crazy. The, the story with the teenagers, before they even get there, they're awful. They're awful mm-hmm. fucking people. And, yeah, 100%. And you don't like them at all. <laughs> so it's like, and, and they just look disgusting, like like disgusting people. And then they're killed off. And, and and what a lot of us as horror fans fail to accept is that these are cash grabs for studios to make money. And ultimately, it's not about a story with these franchise characters. It's more about what can we get around to get to the point where you get the thing that you want. What it what bullshit excuse do we have to give you for you to have another He-Man toy to buy or another Freddy variant to have in your collection. It's it's all it's all commercialism yeah. and selling and you know They want to make money. It's not an art. It's it's a it's a business. Mhm. Which yeah. brings us to the newest <laughs> the newest movie uh which has the same name as the original but it, you know, 2022. Yeah. Yeah. The, the third movie now with the same... Exactly, they all have the same name. Much like Halloween. Which the I, third movie with the same yeah, That's yeah. kind of, like, the whole idea behind this quote-unquote franchise, we'll call it a franchise, it's, it really isn't a franchise, though. Like, it's not... It's so different than all the other ones. But, um... Everyone's very mad at it. Basically, the majority of the people who watched it are very mad at it, because I don't know why. It's not like... It's not like you can say that it doesn't follow the story, right? Because none of them do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and there's a hundred movies that came out this year that are remakes of older movies that are sh- shit, that are being praised. And this one was like, that's all right. Yeah. And it's being shit on. I just don't understand it. I'm very confused so because I, have a theory I watched about Scream. That. <laughs> yeah. I do have a theory about why. Give me your theory. Uh, I want to hear the it. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre has been hated on as much as it's been. All right. So. Um, this might ruffle some feathers, but I think that the reason that Texas Chainsaw Massacre was hated as much as it was is because it was a mirror at the audience that's hating on it. Oh, 100%. So, I, I can definitely see that because the the characters are not likable, and the reason none of the characters are likable is because they're legitimate what people act like on like the internet right now. <laughs> well, also in Texas, there's a big influx of Californians moving into Texas, and the fear is that Californianized gentrification of Texas and its ideals and moralities. And I feel like Texas will just shoot at it. 
and and that's what this story kind of is if you really you know strip down oh crazy killer it's it's about gentrification it's about this this culture taking over the ideology of an existing culture and that existing culture having a big fucking problem with it now mm-hmm. is it is it done in an intelligent way yeah but you <laughs> no. know i i shakespeare i don't go to see when i go to watch a movie called the texas chainsaw massacre i'm sorry um am i wrong <laughs> well, well so that was my thing well, too. We, and can, I, we can all agree there was definitely a texas chainsaw massacre going on in god there. damn right well, there was <laughs> well i had said the same thing to you larry though i was i said i i want to know what these people who are complaining about the movie i want to know what their idea of a good texas chainsaw massacre movie is because like what would what would they have wanted to see that would have made this a good movie because you have the elements of a texas chainsaw massacre movie yeah there yeah you have (laughs) i think that there's a lot of positives to this movie i think looking at it as a whole you can take a lot of good things away from it i think that they it's not perfect it's not great like i'm not i'm not you know praising this movie by any means oh i'll praise it for for all of us i thought it was great no, I thought it was really fun, but, like, it's not a perfect film, is what I'm saying, but it's it's so stupid the way it's being torn apart, is basically, which yeah. is, like, ridiculous, because I'm usually the one that's, like, first in line to be, like, this is stupid, this is dumb, and, like, especially with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that's my favorite, all-time favorite, so, but I went in, and I was, like, I mean, he murdered the fuck out of people. This is great. This is what this is what Leatherface does, you know. And they put him in a. They changed it too, so it was like he's not at the farmhouse. He's not, you know, dealing with his family. Like that's not the case. That's not what's happening. It was a very different way to look at Leatherface. He was in a different environment, and I thought that was fun. But it was still an environment that made sense. So I, w- I was a little confused about that. This movie, it pretty much implies that he grew up. In, in this orphanage. orphanage, but it's supposed to take place canonically in the after the first one. Yeah, yeah, and then at the end, spoiler end credit scene, it shows him walking back to the farmhouse, and it's the original farmhouse well, from the from. Did the first she one. specifically say that she got him as a child? Because if he's a man, think about this: if he's a grown man with development problems, like you know what I mean. Um, is there a chance to where somebody took him into an orphanage to raise him because he was not? I just assumed because I, I it shows pictures with like the face scratched out on the walls. I just assumed that that was supposed to be him because it put a big focus on that. Hey. Well, again, but... the movie's not perfect, so it probably honestly is just a fuck up. Hey, to me, it's I, I think that somebody was sitting in a in a conference room talking about this movie. And they were like, "Who fucking cares? Let's get to the, let's get to the party. Let's, let's make it. I want to watch him kill people on a bus." Yeah. So, uh, plot of this movie: you have this group of uh, young adults, and they're we'll call moving, them hipsters. Yeah, they're moving to this Texas town that's been abandoned. It uh, seems like they're trying to auction off buildings to people that are very similar to them. Yeah, they're they're trying to revive the town, so they're you know, oh, this could be a coffee shop. I'm gonna bid on it and get make it a coffee shop. So. There's a whole big group of people that go to this auction, and their plan is to revive and the town. And one really angry Texan. Yes. Yeah. In a re- big truck. Who we're supposed to love because he's he's Ford tough. <laughs> you ever you ever drive your truck down to the middle of the Texas road? That man. That man, man is. With a chainsaw. 
That's Fortooth. <laughs> that man is like every is the embodiment of the the guys here that we know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like when I go and meet my like meet people from around here, that's who I meet. I wear Oakley <laughs> and I'm like, glasses. this is weird. I wear Oakley glasses and I <laughs> bring my cap so hard that it looks like an A. I look like Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman. <laughs> I'm, you're you're I'm, ridiculous. <laughs> I like to play baseball. I can tell I you at least every single name of the member on my team. I don't think that they like baseball, though, isn't it? No, football we love baseball. I think you're wrong. We I like bats. We like bats and balls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And eating big old right. sausages. <laughs> So, uh, one of the places that are there in the town is an orphanage. There's a woman there who claims that she wasn't supposed to be kicked out. She still owns the place. Um, and this is Leatherface's quote-unquote mother. It's the woman who raised him. Um, so she ends up passing out, having, like, a She threw up and had, like, a seizure or something, and then they're like, okay, let's take her in the ambulance, and they... So, Roll out on a town and she dies. Yeah. Yep, and Leatherface is there. And he's really pissed off about it. Yep, and that's where he gets back on his bullshit. <laughs> I really liked his display in the, what, Sunflower Field, was it? That was, was really, it just... really nice looking. Right? Wasn't it beautiful? Like, I saw that and I was like, I got. So, I think I got, like, giddy excited. Like, I was like, eh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah, so the cinematography in this movie in general was fucking yes, amazing. Yes, it was. And there were so many shots and, like, choices of what to do with the shots. So uh, one of the characters, I think his name's Dante, um, he's getting murdered in the kitchen, and there's a swinging door, and it's just oh, swinging open, and you just are getting... You see, like, every other... Yeah, glimpses of what... Uh, there's one shot in particular in this movie, and I haven't seen anybody talking about it, but it fucking stuck with me so Tell me much. it's the chainsaw going through the ground. It's not the chainsaw going I through the ground. I fucking love that. So goddamn much. It, it was when uh, Sally Hardesty is in the cornfield at night, and she's shining the flashlight around, and she shines the light, and it's like the propped up mother with the face cut off, and I'm like, that is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like, that is the creepiest shit I've seen in a long time. Yeah, no, this this movie has a lot of that shit. Yeah. I think I think it was like made very well. Like yes. it's quality. It's definitely quality. Everything about it looks very good. Um I saw a lot of complaints that the acting was bad and there's some parts that like the lines were delivered really like stupidly, yeah. but I wouldn't I, say I, that I the acting's bad. I feel though that it was intentional like they wanted those characters I really feel like they wanted the characters to be not liked because it was like almost like you kind of root for the killer in a movie like this, you know? Yeah, sometimes so like I get the feeling like the that people characters. forget that this is like a slasher movie. Like, do they exactly. remember the fucking slasher movies from when these movies were actually popular? They didn't paint people in like a great light and they weren't really <laughs> safe, PC and friendly. Like they're, they're kind of dumb and. And they're supposed to be dumb because you're supposed to get scared about them. And this that that's what this is. I'm going to tell you this. If I was in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre and I was killing people, I would have killed Franklin too. He's annoying as fuck. <laughs> that's what I said. I said Melody in this movie is basically like 2022 Franklin. Oh, like, 100. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. I, no. Yeah, are we spoiling you're... this? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. We're spoiling the fuck I out of this. I fucking loved that scene. <laughs> 
I fucking love it when they cut her head off. That shit was a thing of fucking beauty. Bye. Yeah. You knew it was coming too. Like you're like, all right, it's not gonna have it happy ending. There's no way. That a they lot can of people were really pissy about that, and I was just like, it's one more. It's it's one more kill for Leatherface. Like I, I'm 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 here for it. It's great. Yeah. That that kill and my favorite kill of the whole fucking movie um, was when he put the chainsaw through the dude's ass. And then fucked the girl with the chainsaw. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I, I I just about <laughs> fucking slapped my legs and started screaming. I was cheering and I was just like, that 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 whole fucking bus scene. Can we talk about the bus scene? Because that yeah. that yes, shit. I, I do want to talk about the. Oh bus my scene. fucking god! It's, it's okay. So the dumbest line in this movie and the it's fucking cringy is the guy, try anything and you're canceled, bro. I'm like, why did you put that in? Oh no, that, <laughs> Again, that was I done think, by I design. Think it goes- I think it goes back, though, again, to you're supposed to hate these characters. Yeah. You're supposed to hate these characters. Yeah. This is a, a send-up to a genre of films, a time, a period of time, where these people weren't supposed to be, you know, likable or anything like that. They're so elevated. I fucking hate that term, by the way. I'm sure you guys will get on that at some point. Elevated, elevated horror. horror. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I threw up in my mouth after I said it. Well, this this is my thing, and and this isn't just with horror movies. This is movies in general. Is that I think that movies have always been a way to escape what's going on in reality to some extent. And when you're constantly putting into the movies what's going on in the world, it you know you're not getting that escape that that those that movies give you. Uh, now here's the thing, I completely understand that there is you know a precedent of films being a mirror to the time period yeah in which they were released that, that you know horror has been used as a tool to push political agendas i mean you look at the work of george romero that's primarily political however it doesn't all have to be political some shit can be just enjoyable escapism where you get to see the thing you want to see and it's not really intelligent but you love it because it's violent and dumb and that's what this fucking movie is every single minute of the film it's just yeah, dumb and it's like yeah. we, okay we got we got to tell you something to get you to where we want you to be which is a uh, guy with the mask kills people i mean you look at like any of these fucking sequels from the 80s that's what they were you exactly. the, the way that they introduced the characters it was like oh hi i'm this character and this is my archetype i'm a little bit of a bitch oh hi i'm this character <laughs> exactly. i'm kind of rapey exactly. but you know it, it, like the, and then you would keep it pushing so you could get to the part that people came and paid their money to go and fucking see which is guy in mask killing teenagers for reasons that can look puritanical but in reality are just we're a violent society that likes to see people get murdered like when you overthink it it it, it really makes you look more like a crazy person and, and that's just me as a as a person that watches horror films a lot i think that it's the the dumbest fucking thing in the world it, it, you're if you are intellectualizing murder you're a crazy person you you're, yes. you you there's no there's no cute way to put it like the people that really love Midsommar and really you know empathize with Danny you sound like you have emotional issues and I will not trust you around sharp fucking objects it's just that's the way it is these are fucking movies 
Larry said it, guys. <laughs> no, I I agree to yeah, I agree. Um, in addition to that, is it's like, why does every movie have to be so elaborate? Like, why do you have to make everything this deep storyline? Like, it doesn't need to be. Slashers specifically are a very simple formula with a very simple idea and a very simple story. Like. You literally, you go somewhere you're not supposed to be, you get fucking murdered. That's the end of it. Halloween, and that's what this which movie is provided. one of the greatest films of all time, by the way, mm-hmm. is one of the simplest <laughs> stories ever. Exactly. <laughs> Guy escapes and you from know a like, mental institution and kills people. And that's the story. <laughs> but that's when you start seeing trouble with, with, with these series, too, is when they try to add too much shit to it, is when they start getting bad. Yeah. You know, and you know what? Just take it for what it is and, like, if you don't like slashers, don't fucking watch them. Yeah. Well, not even that. Like, you, you have to understand that there's a semblance of uh, blind eye that you have to turn in order for this to work in any fucking way possible. Because the, the film takes place in the 70s, and they're driving in Teslas, and Leatherface is still supposed to be a threatening fucking... That motherfucker has got... Bad legs, bad knees, bad back, bad hips. I get groans and pains just getting out of bed. I didn't get a fucking chainsaw in my leg. I didn't fucking murder people for a living for a long period of time in the 70s. We Googled how old he was, right? Wasn't it like 67 or 73 or something yeah, like that? Something, like, like he was yeah. old, but like I was expecting him to be much older. And that was kind of my thing is like... He's pretty old to be still, like, doing all this. And he, like, really murdered people this time around. Like, really murdered them. Yeah, and I know you guys covered Halloween Kills. But it's the same fucking thing. It's an old-ass motherfucking man. Yeah. <laughs> He's an yeah. old-ass that man. That one was ridiculous. Killing all these fucking like, people like... like it's nothing. So, there's two things that I want to talk about specifically about the movie. Um, the first one, the look of Leatherface. I thought it was creepy as shit. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he yeah. looked nice. Yeah. Not well, nice. He looked awful. Yeah. In a good way. But it was a, it was a really creepy look. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think... I, I can't say enough about the look of this movie in general, not just Leatherface, but the mo- look of the movie in general was perfect. It yeah. was exactly where I wanted it to, Where I would have wanted it to be. Can you move closer to the mic? Am I not talking loud enough? Sorry. Um, I usually yell, so I sit back further. So the second thing, and I think this is going to be a big point of conversation, is what I think was the dumbest and most unnecessary part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Sally Hardesty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, this movie would have been... So I'm, I'm trying to not compare it to Halloween Kills. Um, Yet. Yeah, uh, but... You could have not included Sally Hardesty, and it would have not only been the same movie... It would have been a better movie. It would have been a better movie. Because her inclusion, her character, the way it's written, and the way it's written off are the dumbest aspects of this movie and the worst writing, in my opinion. See, I wouldn't have been against them having Sally Hardesty in this movie if her character felt true to the original Sally Hardesty. I feel like what bothers me is that, like, this doesn't feel like Sally Har- Like, it it doesn't at all feel like the same character. It feels like- It feels like they took- I, I do say- I think it feels more like 2018's Halloween's Laurie Strode is in this movie. But that's the same thing, too, is 
you know, people said, oh, that Laurie Strode's nothing like the original Laurie Strode. Yeah, yeah it's, I agree. It's I all think... a ripoff of, like, Sarah Connor or, yeah. you know, Ripley or I feel like a myriad of this, other fucking women-empowered characters that survived and then came back and they were grizzled and hard. And yeah, but see, that's the thing. is like Sally Hardesty wasn't really empowered. She was running for her goddamn life scared as <laughs> shit. It, it's what it is. And is she's it's like, a that's all of them, though. I mean, Sarah, yeah. Sarah Connor in the first Terminator was the same thing. She was running and then she, Terminator 2, she's a badass. Yeah, but she didn't, like, I just, I'm, I'm going to stand by, she was like a freaking, like, little hippie chick. Yeah. Like, she wouldn't have become, like, the gun-toting cow gal. Well, well you never know. Uh, post-traumatic no, stress disorder does weird things to all of us. But it's, it, it's her, also hard to her say. Dialogue, her dialogue was just poorly written. It was written. just bad, yeah. And then you brought her back just to, like, brutally murder her after she makes some of the suit. Like, you spent your whole life waiting for him to come back, and then you're going to lock two people in a car and use them as bait. Mm-hmm. And not shoot him when you have him right in front of you with a shotgun pointed at you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then she just gets like cut the fuck up with a chainsaw but somehow doesn't die and is still alive enough to shoot him. (laughs) She's like, oh, you don't fucking remember me? I, you know, remember fucking 50 years (laughs) ago? She was super offended. She was super offended that he did not recognize her. 50 fucking years ago, remember? Like, you're (laughs) old, old Sally, and he's really old. Like, it was a big deal for me. (laughs) Changed my whole fucking life. Was it not good for you? (laughs) (laughs) It was like a really bad first date. Like, come on, seriously, how many people get away? (laughs) I know you you had an issue with a fucking DJ. And, and she pulls out Heisenberg, say my name. Like, what? What the fuck? What? I'm pretty sure Leatherface has never talked. Like, what the f- Like, Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, it, it just was yeah. all around. I definitely bad. think that if they just took her character out, the movie would have been a thousand times better just for the fact that the bad writing was not in the movie. Yeah. No, the bad writing's in the movie either way. <laughs> no, it's, but it's not it, a well written movie. It, it, it took it to a whole new level, Larry. It took it to a whole new level with Sally. I just that 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 that's my only complaint with all these remakes is it's not even that they're remaking the same movie that they initially remade. They're also every remake is the same as the other remakes. It's just like just tone it down a little bit. The requel, make them a little bit different. The requel idea in itself is terrible. You look at it is. You know, these movies that they are putting out and they're supposed to be direct sequels to movies that took place years and years and years ago. So then you have to make a leap of logic in order for that to work. So we're already off to a bad start. (laughs) You know, and it's only just to bring in these characters, actors that, you know, you'll maybe see at a convention and you'll be like, oh, hey, it's so cool. You're going to be in another one of those. But that's that's it. It's just so they can... You know, get another bite of that convention apple. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's it's bad. It's it's a bad look. I I got why they did it, but it's it's just money, and you know because we're all suckers and we like we yeah, we'll consume it. We're consumers, so we, we consume oh, it. And we feel like we're, we're special, but we're not fucking special. They're just they're manipulating you into thinking that they care when they don't fucking care. Oh, dude, I don't money. even care. I literally, if if Texas Chainsaw Massacre slapped on it, I'm gonna at least check it out. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch <laughs> like, that fucking Leatherface movie, I, but yeah, I didn't even I'm know it fucking existed. Like legit, yeah, until this movie came out. You didn't know that existed? No, it, it went. Are you kidding? Really? My radar. 
It was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably why I never but, really watched it. But that's the thing is, is like it was trying so hard to be good and clever. And it's like the same thing. Like it's a fucking slasher movie. You don't need to be smart. Yeah, well, we're saving that one for another day. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me started. This one um, was supposed to be released in the theaters, but the, it tested so badly that they ended up scrapping it from being in the theaters and put it on Netflix. To me, this is a movie meant for the theaters. Yeah, like, I thought it would. I think it would have been a really fun theater experience. I just think it's silly that people are so mad at it. Especially the drive-in. Do you guys ever go to the drive-ins? Uh, especially yeah, the with drive-ins. the COVID shit, it, you know, drive-ins. Well, we had back. no drive-ins around here, so no, not during COVID. Oh, dude. They, so they they've brought them back, and uh, I would fucking love to see this in a drive-in with other oh, yeah. people reacting around me, and and you know, you get that drive-in experience. That that would be fucking sick. Um, Seeing it in the theater, though, and hearing people react to this movie, because this is a movie you react to, and they made it to, you know, have an audience react, and it just, it fucking works. I just, I don't, I, I, I do get why there's the hate associated with it, but I don't get it, but I yeah. do. I, I've watched other requels, and some that we'll be covering this month that were a lot worse than this, oh, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, I, I wonder though too, is maybe that's why we're not so harsh with this one is because it's like, the other ones were so, we, we did watch, this it's was the It's the best of the worst, is This what is you're the saying. first one, yeah, this was the first one of the requels that we watched. Um, and I wasn't mad at it initially when I watched it either. I was like, okay, yeah, no, I feel like that was, like, I think that old male Leatherface was badass as fuck. I think that that's they the handled a I lot watched... of the shit with, like, just the worst possible hands <laughs> like, oh, like edward scissor hands handling fucking topics like school shootings it's like this is so yeah. clumsy we don't know what we're doing well yeah no it was like and like that's the thing is it's like it's not a great movie like there's no part of it that i'm like f- amazed by but it was so fun seeing leatherface again and like seeing him just destroy a bus of of people because that's the first time that you officially get to see him destroy a bus of people yeah the first actual Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I... Let's, you, you guys... I'm sorry I'm taking over, but do you want to rate this thing? Yeah, I, I was I was going to get to that next. So, uh, Larry, I'll let you go first. I'm gonna, We're doing it out of, te- out out of ten. Out of ten, I'm going to win seven, dude. Like, I really okay. enjoyed this. I feel this. like that's fair. I'm, I've taken over Erica's slogan, by the way, until she gets back. <laughs> of that's fair. Of that's fair. So. All right, Sierra, what are you giving it? Uh... I'm going to go at a 7.2, slightly higher than Larry, because I just really, there was so much wrong with this movie, but Leatherface was so right. Yeah, agreed. I'll agree with Larry with a 7. Yeah, I'd say I'd say it's a fair assessment. It's not the best thing I've ever fucking seen, but the way that people are acting like it's just the worst thing ever is ridiculous. Well, like, Scream is, is sitting right fucking there. We're talking about about that. Don't you worry. Um, So that gives our rating average a 7.1. Just to throw it out there, because I always do, uh, the IMDb rating for this right now is a 4.8. Yeah, no, people are just... Their opinions don't matter. (laughs) We're we're the ultimate source for your ratings, apparently. Of course. 100%. Siskel and Ebert are dead, yo. It's us. Larry, yeah. plugs, what you got? Oh, so uh, my show's pretty much dead, but 
I'm on TikTok right now, and and I'm having You're a banned from TikTok. <laughs> well, until tomorrow, but then. What is he not banned from? How often are you banned from Facebook, Larry? Uh, yeah, I didn't. I actually didn't know that you were banned. I sent you a video, and I just went on uh, TikTok before we started recording, and I was like, "Why does it say restricted?" And it didn't like send the video to you or anything. Yeah, and then yeah. I went on. I'm like, "Oh, he hasn't posted because." It says you haven't posted in three days, but your stuff still pops up on my feed yeah. when I when I refresh it. So I don't know. TikTok's weird. It is. Is that like a hobby for you to get like boot off websites? Basically, <laughs> the only like, one, like weirdly a... enough, that I've never been booted off of is Instagram. Instagram just. Do not post. I'm, I'm challenging you now. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> we give you to the end of the week to be booted. It's off such of a good Instagram. run. I feel weird fucking it up now. <laughs> but uh, if you are do you just wanna... not confrontational on Instagram? No, I you know I pretty much post the same shit that I post on. <laughs> People just don't care on Instagram. Yeah. They're like I'm just here for the, pictures. We're just Instagram's here for pictures wild, of wild butts, dude. Of <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry, plugs. Right? Butts <laughs> and butts and fucking lo- scenery, dude. That's what Instagram's all about. And I'm fucking here for it. Oh, pictures shit. of my lunch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you could follow me. Uh, on various platforms of social media at CreaturePod. And uh, that's where you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And it has all of my fun little videos of me making fun of the horror genre and its fans. And I actually review things on there too, which is weird. Did you plug your OnlyFans? I, I don't. I don't plug that, but people seem to find it anyway. You just gotta have them pictures of the feet, yo. Do you feel good? I mean, that means they're looking. That's right. They're looking. It makes you feel any better. Steven's on there, too. Is he? We found out that out the other night. And he's like, yeah, for 20 bucks, I'll show you my show. No big deal. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But uh, if you want to find us, you can find us on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Horror Haven Podcast. Uh, you can listen to our old episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere where you can find your podcasts. Um, haven't really been keeping up with social media too much, but if this kicks off like we want it to, I'm sure I'll be on there talking to you guys. Ten points if you find our physical address. Don't. That's don't that's creepy. That. <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, try- I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> we, we live in a not so nice neighborhood. Yeah, let's get a stalker so it convinces him to get us out of here. <laughs> All right, so um, please do not said, dox Horror Haven before we get out of here. <laughs> please do not dox them. They, they're they're sweet kids. They they mean you no harm. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ! What's wrong with you, all Sarah? Right. I'm I'm ending I'm the episode. Thank bit. you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode and have a good night. Good night. E X I T. <laughs> good night. Oh, oh good night. <laughs> good night. Good night. <laughs> good night. Good night. <laughs>